Recording in Studio C at the 511 Studios, located in the Brewery District in downtown Columbus, Ohio. This is Note to Future Me. I'm Brett Johnson, owner and lead consultant at Circle 270 Media Podcast Consultants. Tips for podcasting success. Well, they are a dime a dozen. Each podcaster really has their own successes and really specific to their own podcast. But there are many good tips that cover all categories of podcasts. And to bring in another aspect of the ones I have chosen, I wanted to introduce a longtime friend and media veteran in his own right, Marty Daniels, owner of Podavox Professional Podcast Services. Hey, Marty. Hey. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Let's do a little background check for you. So uh, the listeners kind of know, why is he bringing Marty into his podcast? Yeah, well, you know, thanks so much, first of all, for having me. I really appreciate it. thrilled to be doing this finally with you. And yeah, I know. We talked about it for now a year. <laughs> at least. But um, my background, I started in radio. Uh, gosh, the first time I ever went into a radio station, I was nine years old. And uh, my grandfather was a business owner in the Columbus area. And uh, I was able to go with him to uh, what I thought was witness the recording of a commercial that he was going to have done by local radio legend Spook Beckman. Mm. And um, Spook, whether planned or real, I've not allowed myself to figure that out. But uh, <laughs> Spook, when, when he read the script, he says, you know, uh, your grandson would do a better job reading this commercial. And uh, I was really, really quiet kid. And uh, I did the commercial. And lo and behold, I got hooked. And once a month after that, I'd go to the old studios of WCOL down on East Broad Street. And I would intern, quote unquote, starting at nine years old. And that I learned how to QLPs and all that kind of good stuff. And it was nothing but a positive experience for me. Uh, when I was 16, I got my first job on air. I, I stayed with that. I, I built a few couple radio stations, not a few, a couple radio stations, which means two. I'll be completely <laughs> honest. <laughs> and uh, built a couple radio stations. I've consulted several radio stations across the country and uh, a, a lot of different formats. Uh, the format that I've specifically worked in most of my career uh, ranges from urban radio, um, which was the first radio station I ever programmed, which was in Columbus there. And uh, I was there for about three years on that station. Um, and then um, went into Christian music radio in its infancy and um, worked within that genre then, gosh, for probably 15, 20 years. Uh, built various stations in the Columbus area that are dedicated to that format. Um, after that, uh, I built a couple of record labels, and yes, two of them. Um, <laughs> You're in twos, aren't you? <laughs> I am. It's uh, the way I roll. There you go. But uh, but yeah. So so uh, built a couple of record labels uh, again in the the niche of uh, Christian contemporary music. It was actually the rock niche of Christian contemporary music, and so it was a sub niche. <laughs> um, and then from there, I um, I got out of that, and. Um, so programmed in talk radio, and then I left radio altogether in 2002 and did stand-up comedy. That's where I first started kind of fiddling around with the idea of podcasting. 
I had a podcast for several years called Nothing Flashy. Another one for about two years that I did was called Humble O Radio, which I co-hosted with my wife. And then uh, uh, really just life got really busy because <laughs> we adopted our sons. Two, and, two, uh, two, by the two, way. Two boys, Another that's right. Two, yeah, there you go. A couple. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and they are two times the one. Um, but yeah, so, so you know, life just got really, really busy, and I kind of laid off the podcasting thing. But notice that it is something that people can really utilize to obviously spouse their passions, their hobbies, and build their business. So that's how I landed here at Potavox, which we just launched Potavox uh, oh, three, four months ago. So. Right. Right. Well, that's why I wanted to bring you on board. We've been talking about doing a podcast together. Uh, time factors just didn't come into play. So uh, yeah. what we're going to end up doing is kind of sharing interviews, breaking probably formats of our own podcast, which is perfectly fine and legal because there are no laws in podcasting. <laughs> so we can yes. do what we darn well want. But between the two of us, we have we bring different aspects and examples for this very topic, the tips for podcasting success. And what I chose for this episode, I'm going to go over all five of them and then we'll, okay. we'll deep dive. Uh, one, clarify and write down your why. Two, just get in there and do it. Uh, three, energy management over time. Four, don't worry about the stats. And five, if you think you need help, you do need help. So so let's go, number one, clarify and write down your why. I know that every client that I work with, they either walk in with, they know their why, but they need to refine it, or they love the idea of a podcast, but really don't know where they want to go with it. <laughs> so the first step with everyone I work with is defining the why. Uh, your thoughts. Yeah, I think unless you know your why, you, you really don't have a central voice. You, you, you'll have a central personality, um, but let's just hope that everybody is really enamored by that personality. Um, if you have a central purpose, the people are going to gravitate to it that are intimately connected to it. In other words, uh, you're going to be able to speak much deep, more deeply and develop a much larger tribe or at least a much more effective tribe than you would if you're just based, basing your podcast on your personality. Right. It's almost, if you put it in the business vernacular, it's almost a mission statement um, or, or a lens to look through because I think it will help you also develop your avatar or your 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 key audience uh, that you want for well, your sure, podcast but, you know, as well. Developing an avatar is a real radio concept, though. Not a lot of people in podcasting will even know about it. I know. Yeah. And, and I think... You need to, otherwise you're you're talking to air if you if you don't have that person in mind who you're talking to. And that's what makes podcasting so effective is that you can talk to a very specific type of person um, and, and it becomes a very effective podcast, a very effective marketing tool, mar a, a message delivery uh, uh, system uh, that, that radio, that uh, video can't do. Right. And, you know, I mean, everybody points out the podcast with, you know, the just enormous downloads uh, as being successful. And that's true. But you don't really have to have an enormous audience to have a successful podcast to make it a successful um, material to move your purpose, your cause, your passion, your hobby, your business forward. Um, you, you, what you need to have 
is a very succinct group of people who are connected to your podcast and are, you know, getting real value out of it. That's, that's the trick, not how big the audience, how connected the audience. And that's a piece of the why as well. It could be that the why is that you're putting together a podcast that actually helps benefit a blog you're putting together or another piece of marketing tool that you're trying to hit that key audience in as many different ways as possible. They may be readers, they may be listeners, they may be viewers. And that's just a piece of the aspect of getting to them in a different form, a different marketing form that replicates itself or maybe a little bit different here or there. Um, It may not have anything to do with the specific audience. It's just part of a marketing strategy. Absolutely. I I couldn't say it any better. Cool. I think that it, it is absolutely something that reinforces and helps build up every other aspect of your marketing. Number two, just get in there and do it. Sure. <laughs> now, I, yeah. I, 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 it seems obvious, but my gosh, you and I have been in, in, in so many meetups <laughs> where we've seen the same people talking yeah. about, uh, yeah, I'm about ready to buy this microphone. Right. Uh, you know, and, and I'm, I, I've got the laptop right a bit. Now I'm thinking maybe I better record into uh, a, a Zoom H6. Should I do the H4 or H6? Right. And, right. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, if you ever want mm. to speak to a group of codependent people ever <laughs> that will absolutely do nothing, go to a podcast meetup. That would be good. Because yeah. it is, to me, a frustrating endeavor mm. at the very least. I, I don't attend them anymore, actually. Yeah, I, I've kind um, of given them up, up myself. <laughs> but, but we both had to find out what was going on in them to kind of network. Absolutely. It's a great networking opportunity, but you you'll get a feel for them very quickly. Uh, one or two sure. meetups, and you'll kind of know mm, I'm beyond that. Or yeah, I'm, this is where I am, but maybe not for long because I got to get out of this group. I got to start publishing. <laughs> well, yeah, there, there's that. But but what I, I think what we do is we we build up, and, and when we join these kinds of groups, is we we talk about. You know, there's people that talk about, there's people that do, right. and there are very few people that are built in a way in their psyche where they can go to a perceived group of support and then at some point break away and, and believe that they are better off to just go ahead and, you know, cut the cord and go. Yeah. Uh, that's not, that's not human nature. I mean, human nature is, well, those are our people, you know, that's, that's where we need to be. Right. Well, and, yeah. and, and, and so that's, that's why I think there are so many people that are talking about it because, you know, it's easy to get trapped up in the technology talk. It's easy to get tripped up on the topics. It's easy to get tripped up on the, well, somebody else is doing it. Mm-hmm. So what? Right. Go, do it. Go do it. You've got a different voice, hopefully. I mean, if anybody who does this wanting to be like anybody else, please don't. Wrong reason for going into it. Yeah, honestly. please don't. Yeah. You'll be bored, and so will your listeners. Correct. Both of them. And it's just like driving. When you first started driving, you were horrible at it. That's why you had to put X amount of hours in with your mom and dad or whoever it was sitting in the car with you. It's everything in life that you do. The first thing, first time out, it's not going to be great, but you need to start building on it. And by episode, I think it's, I think it's kind of a norm. By about 40 or 50 episodes in, you're into your swing. You know what right. you're doing with it. Uh, right. And that, a lot of people will call that finding your voice. Right. 
you know, and, you know, that comes after the why. Mm-hmm. And it's only when you are really, really drilled in or, or what do I want to say? Drilled in? I, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the expression. Um, I know what you mean, though, that you're, you're yeah, there. You're really focused, yeah, you're quote focused. unquote, right. you're on into, your why. You're into a rhythm. You know exactly what you're doing with the podcast. Still open to suggestions, but you got the rhythm going down. You sure. Know what, you know what's going on with it. Exactly. Yeah. When I consult with a podcaster or a business owner who wants to have a podcast, first off, they don't want their business their their business to become a podcast. I mean, business owners. Right. And I'm talking about brick and mortar business owners. They they don't want their day job to become that podcast um, because it takes so much time to do what are essential and basic workflows for a podcast. But I, I tell people, look, if, if I'm, you know, coaching you a year from now, you really don't, don't need to be doing a podcast. I mean, if you, if you're not in a year, if you're not able to succinctly articulate why you're there, value that you're bringing to people shoot the dog and get over it and and you know move on to something else or maybe it's just another podcast another you know angle but not everybody in the financial realm has to be a dave ramsey not everybody in uh, you know from a talk radio background or comedy background needs to be uh, mark maron not every show needs to sound like npr right and and ninety eight percent of them don't. Then you have right. to realize that exactly. Right, but and, but you know it's important. Find your voice, find your why, and don't deceive yourself into thinking that you're succeeding just because you know you've got somebody telling you what to do all the time. Right, and and that rolls into number three: energy management over time. And I know you deal with. Uh, Business podcasts I do as well too that have more than one person may have co-hosts uh, and mm-hmm. and I think this tip relates to whether it's an independent you know kind of a hobbyist and such that just you know three or four women want to get around and talk about um, mom stuff or relationship stuff or whatever but each sure. each person has to find a lane on what they're going to do with the show and uh, the same goes with even a business oriented podcast that each person in that podcast has a role. And it, it, it helps with the division of labor. So you're not stepping on each other's toes. Um, yeah. Overall. It, it does. I mean, and, and roles, hopefully not just for what's happening on the mic, but also roles for what's happening behind the scenes. Correct. You know, if you're co-hosting, if you, you know, I mean, I've seen it so many times with people who are in co-hosting situations. One person is doing all the grunt work. The other person is just you know, the guest, basically. Right. And, and, yep. and, 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 you know, if you think that you're not interesting enough to pull down a podcast on your own, you know, you can do interview podcasts. You could do a solo podcast. But do you need a co-host? I don't know many podcasts where I really get a lot out of a co-host. Right. And, and that's learning about yourself as well, too. I sure. know I know my strengths and weaknesses, and I know my strengths would be that I can do solo, but I love having what we're doing today. 
and sure. interview everyone. So because it does bring fresh perspective, a different idea, depending on the topic. And there are some topics that I'm going to put to my podcast that I want to talk about. I don't care about any other anybody else's view. I'm that passionate right. about it that I want to put my voice out there and I do not want to dilute it with anyone else's perspective. Uh, but the, you know, these topics I want to talk about, and that's a prime example right here. And I think that's absolutely where people have to be honest enough with themselves and with the people that would be maybe even the logical co-host. They need to, to say, eh, now I really just want to do this on my own because there may be some things I want to say that I couldn't say with you. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I couldn't dig in as deep. Right. Uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of a uh, not to be tactless, but tact is not my <laughs> tact is not my love language. Often, <laughs> and and so oftentimes, you know, I just I, I have to preface with people. I have to say, look, I'm pretty direct when I'm talking about things. It's not because I'm trying to humiliate or embarrass yourself, you, but it's just because it's the way it needs to go. But that's from my perspective. Even I know that for crying out loud. Sure. Um, so, so, you know, I mean, somebody who gets, uh, you know, uh, somebody that's a client of yours might get something completely different from you. Mm-hmm. It probably would. Yeah. Because you're a really nice guy and very tactful in the way you nudge people into your, the way you want things. Um, <laughs> and you just use blunt floor force, you're saying. <laughs> right. I, it is brute force. That's all it is. <laughs> Fred Flintstone time. Okay. Gotcha. Right. I, I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> no. no uh, Fred was a wimp. There you but, go. Uh, but but I think uh, th- it's a good perspective of knowing when you're walking in, solo co-hosts, a group of people know yeah. exactly where they stand and um, – Things can change over time. That doesn't mean it's set in stone, and it's actually probably very healthy that things do change because people do grow into different positions with different projects. Right. And it yeah, could, but I think it's yeah. important when somebody is a co-host that they take an active role mm-hmm. in actually doing all the dirty work. Correct. Correct. Exactly. That ain't fun for anybody. No, it's it's that. not. It's it's buy into the program, buy into the podcast, buy into where it's going. Yeah. As well, and just being fair to your co-host <laughs> and That's knowing right. what's going on. Yeah. That's right. Number four, don't worry about the stats. And, and luckily, Boy. yeah, luckily, I have not had any clients that have um, uh, pestered me on daily uh, updates. Yeah. Uh, I've not yeah. had that because our focus has been on the long run. But I right. do know people that will just every hour check the stats. That. Uh, that, that's it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's great. They're there. But if you're spending all that time on your stats, you could be spending it on creative on, on what, right. really spending time on the podcast per se. Yes. That doesn't mean you shouldn't be taking a look at those stats and having somebody to interpret them on what they really do mean. Um, as well as know that you're on a on a solid hosting platform that is IAB compliant, that your numbers aren't overinflated by by intention or accident. Uh, to to really understand what's going on with them, to not worry about, hey, I don't have a lot of Apple Podcast listeners. Well, that's okay because maybe your audience are, is really more of an Android listener. Right. What does that mean? It just means they listen on Android phone. It means nothing more than that. <laughs> and they also like. You know, Buck Rogers in the 21st century. It's possible. You never know. No, 
It is conclusive. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But yeah, you can get lost in analytics and actually it, it won't, it, it does nothing for you in the long run, a short right. term, but long run it will. Yes. Uh, but diving into those uh, numbers mean nothing. Uh, it, it really is a, it's a 50,000 foot view over two or three months time to take a look at how listeners are downloading your episodes is it effective to be publishing on Monday or maybe Tuesday? Um, who knows? It means a one-day difference, but you can see differences. Or the long tail, are you still getting listeners three or four weeks, four months after each episode is published? Well, is it standing alone or are you pu- pushing it out in social media with your blogs right. and such too? Maybe a little bit more perspective from you. I've been talking a while. But what do you think? No, I think everything you're saying is real bad. I, you know, with regards to statistics, I absolutely forbid – my clients, and I, I'm sincere about this. I forbid them from looking at their statistics within the first six months right. because what they really need to do in that first six months is worry about getting their voice, worry about getting their why mm-hmm. <laughs> out. And that's when it's going to, people are going to be attracted to it. Um, yeah. It, it, to me, it, Statistics within the first six months are not an indication of success or failure at all No, because right. there's no way for people to know anything more than um, this is, this is a new podcast, right? Uh, right. You don't, you don't have, and, and I mean, listen, if you have an established uh, outlet, like let's say for instance, you have an established uh, blog that, you know, you're getting tens of thousands of readers every day. And then you take that natural next step to create a podcast. And then you're not, you know, you, you have a reason to look at your statistics. When a business owner puts together a podcast to build relationship with potential clients, current clients, and future clients, there's no reason for you to look at statistics right now because all you really care about is when the people, respond to what you're putting out is just, it going to right. change is it going to change what you put out that's my question right exactly and i was just going to go there too uh it really depends on how strong your call to action is and and right. listeners want a call to action whatever it might be even if it's just to go to the website for something uh, a phone call for a free hat i it, it can be anything whatever you want it to do to be but listeners do want a call to action and that's that's the stat you need to look at <laughs> over time. Are they are they responding over time to what you're asking them to do? Are you seeing numbers go up on your website visits, uh, your your uh, email newsletter? Are subscriptions going up? Um, that's the real test. Whether the podcast is working for you again in the long run, um, the short term. Short-term gains are not there. <laughs> they are not going to be there immediately. No. Yeah. No, it's not. It's so, if, if, if you are looking for microwave, microwave results, this is not it. That's a pull quote. Can I use that? You, you may. Okay, good, good, good. I'll allow it. <laughs> and finally, if you think you need help, you do need help. Um, sure. I, I've run into that so many times. Um, and and I, I think – it comes down to businesses not looking at the podcast as a multi-dimensional marketing tool. I mean, 
It includes branding, website, getting guests, audio editing, marketing. You just can't publish and let it do its thing. That, that's not yeah, true. That's not true yeah. of anything that you do. No, that's true. Hey, listen, Field of Dreams was a great movie, but they had an advertising budget behind it, so people knew that it was there. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. So, it, so. It, it's it's more than just hey, I'm going to buy myself a, a Yeti. I've got a computer. I'm going to record myself and I'm going to publish, and the, I'm going to set the world on fire. Not enough, right. my friend. Not enough. Lots of right. other dimensions to it, and that's where really. Your business and my business comes in, and we've been – both of us have been knocking it out of the park for our clients. Um, talk a little bit more about what Potabox is doing, where you are, what your focus is. Let's talk a little bit about that because this is going to be the call to action. It's why we're doing this episode is for those that recognize, yeah, I need some help. I need – can I give you a call? I, I want to – where can I go with this? Sure. You know, I mean, yeah, I, there there are so many basics so many fundamentals that need to be done in a podcast. Um, again, that it, it becomes very time consuming for somebody like me. My client is a business owner. Um, and it becomes so time consuming to do it right, to make sure that you are ticking every box on every episode. That really, that's where my ideal client is. That's who my ideal client is, is a business owner. They know they want to do a podcast, but they don't want to make it their second job because chances are as a business owner, you already are doing two or three different jobs anyway. And, um, you know, we just make sure that you use best practices, uh, that your audio sounds fantastic. Also that the promotion around it is stellar and it motivates, uh, people to, to, to seek you out when they're interested in your product service or cause. Exactly. And both of us are on a scale of obviously working hyper-local, local, statewide, yeah. you know, where we're located. At, you, know, you are uh, situated where in the country right I, now? I'm in Tennessee. Right. I have clients, though, oddly, I have clients obviously in Tennessee, but I also have clients in uh, Texas, in Florida, and in Minnesota, don't you know? All right, don't you know. And that's, but those all, those all came via traffic through Tennessee. Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and Circle 270 Media podcast consultants doing the same thing. Um, right. You're really focusing on, on the business aspect, whether it's business to business or business to consumer. We both bring different aspects to it. We're both invaluable <laughs> resources when it comes down to it, to, to creating podcasts. Somebody gets it. <laughs> I, yeah. You know, and, and a call to either one of us is going to get it done. Um, we're not in competition. We actually work together on a lot of it. We're probably brainstorming with each other every week on different clients and, and such. Yep. Uh, to be quite honest, there's so much business uh, for podcast consultants right now that businesses don't even realize they need to get into this um, at this point yeah. in time. And it will I, – I, I keep saying every year is a turning point. Every year is a turning point. And it is a turning point. 2019 yeah. is going to be another turning point in a different realm in regards to even uh, businesses realizing that it's, 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 it's a huge component of search. Yep. Uh, that's where it's going to change. Uh, and you watch Mr. Google playing in this next year more heavily than they did this year. Yeah. Uh, it, it's going to open up. And that's where you need to remember either to contact Marty or myself. Um, sure. Because when Google – when Google gets into the pool with full force, it that's going to be a game changer yeah. in so many ways. 
It will be. It will be. Um, and they're, they keep inching toward that. They're there already, but it comes down to they haven't even opened up their toolbox yet. And their toolbox right. is going to be so deep. Um, uh, it, it's, you, you're not going to be able to avoid it. You, you'll, have to, you'll have to do something with this. And right. the early ones in will have the upper hand, as well as those that work with someone like you and someone like me, because we can give them best practices right out of the chute. We've had the, the media background. And get them to almost giving them six months to nine months advantage, quite frankly. Well, yeah, well, there's a lot of trial and error you don't have to do. Right. I mean, candidly, you know, uh, I've been doing podcasting since podcasting was called podcasting. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth. Um, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's just, there's a lot of lessons learned. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, and the it, landscape changes and. Right. Right. And well, there are, and as we talked about today, there is a, there are, there are a lot of bad pieces of advice out there. Oh yeah. Leaning you toward using their services. Let's yeah. put it that way. Um, <laughs> and yeah. between you and me, uh, we've always, and that's why I've aligned myself with you for these 20 odd years is yep. we have, we have the client in mind. It's, it's, yep. it's, yes, it's about us. Of course it's about us. Uh, our success is your success and your success is our success, uh, individually, uh, with both of our companies. And, um, I, I only bring people in my world that would, will do that. <laughs> and that's why I wanted to bring Marty onto my podcast. Well, thanks so much. To, to introduce, to, to introduce you to, you know, is there nothing else a referral to someone listening to my podcast in my area of domain and they know somebody in Tennessee that's like, Hey, I know a local guy down there. Uh, yep. listen to this podcast. I, again, we're both international companies, quite frankly. Uh, when you have a dot com, you're that way. Uh, but, but there's also the face to face that we get to. And we know that it's, uh, important. Uh, it's an important aspect of any business to know who you're working with. And we, and we do a really yeah. good job of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's give your call to action. You know, we have to end the podcast with a call to action. What's your call to action? The call to action is you're a business owner. You want to explore or figure out how to implement a podcast into your marketing strategy. I'm the guy to call. Podovox, P-O-D-O-V-O-X, podovox.com, or you can call me directly at 615-946-7345. And, of course, those will be in the podcast show notes. And for me, go to circle270media.com. Sign up for my free daily open-the-mic newsletter. I cover topics ranging from uh, production, social media, podcast news, sales 101. And on Fridays, I dedicate uh, promoting podcasts you should binge on over the weekend, which is kind of fun. Next time Marty and I get together, we're going to be talking about launch strategies. I'm going to leave it generically like that. We know what we're going to talk about, but I'm, uh, we'll promote it as such. But launch strategies and pros and cons. Generic. Generically, yes, exactly. Marty, <laughs> Marty, thank you so much. I'm glad we could finally make this happen. We finally figured out the, the ones and the twos of it to, yeah. to make this happen. And um, I, I probably another month. We'll do this on a monthly basis. We'll try to, to hook it up and that sort of thing. So thank you again. I appreciate it. And I, we'll talk to you soon. Perfect. The pleasure was mine. At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high flying to all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon. Or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. 
See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. Tune into Haycar's new podcast series, The Road to a Simple Life. And join me, Vernon Kay, as I chat to McFly's Harry Judd, Ian Haste of Haste Kitchen, and Money Magpie's Jasmine Bertles about how they keep things simple across their family, food, and financial lives. The Road to a Simple Life is brought to you by Haycar, the new website for used cars that promise to make finding your perfect used car simpler than ever. Find us on all major podcast channels or head to haycar.co.uk forward slash simple for all of the episodes.